Okay, welcome everyone to another night, Wednesday night, Shior, Baruch Hashem, all Torah Anytime viewers, Parashat Balak. Think about it, Balak, you name a parasha Balak, Balak was a king that wanted to kill us. He wanted to wipe the Jews off the map, out when naming a parasha, what kind of business is that? Why? Secondly is, what is going on in this week's parasha? We have Bnei Israel. They're entering Israel. Correct? Yes or no? They're entering Israel. And who gets scared? Moab. Now, if you're ever fighting a war, what's the first thing you do? You see how to defeat the other person. You ever hear of uh, the Six-Day War, right? Everybody knows the Six-Day War, right? Israel was fresh. Israel didn't have tanks. They didn't have bombs. How did they win? So, of course, no, no question. No question about it. What was their strategy, though? The strategy was they had one tank, and that tank, all night, was going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. What? It was scaring the living daylights out of the enemy, out of the Arabs. What were they thinking? They were thinking, wow, these guys, they have so many tanks. Tomorrow morning, they're going to wipe the floor with us. They played with the mind, and automatically, they got, fe- they, they got so afraid. They took salsa bottles. They didn't have a bomb. They took salsa bottles from the, from the, from the airplane. They checked it down. Imagine, guy, oh, what's going on? They had so many bombs. They have so many things. They have so many things. They figured out what is the, 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 the weakness. The weakness of the mind. Boom. Let's get them. How can we get them? They went ahead and they said, where was Moshe brought up? Of course, we know Egypt, but after Egypt, where did he move to? Huh? Midian. So they're going to ask Midianim, well, what is the power of the Jew? Tell us the power so we could knock that out. So what was the power? Anybody know? The power of the mouth. As she says it. The power of the mouth. What is so crazy of the power of the mouth? When they pray to Hashem in need, they get answered. You hear the power of tefillah. I'd like to present to you a Gemara in Kuvava Mud Aleph in Mesechet Baba Metziah. You ready? Case. You tell me what the answer is. Case is, you have, you tell a guy, I want you to plant me wheat. I want you to plant me stalks of wheat. He went ahead and he planted barley instead of wheat. After he finished all the barley, there was a big flood. And the flood wiped out all the barley fields including this guy's barley field. And now he goes to the guy, he says, you know, you messed me up. So what do you mean I messed you up? 
You're responsible for my wheat. Responsible for your wheat? What are you talking about? He says, yeah, you didn't put me wheat. He says, whoa, whoa, one second. Even if I would have put you wheat, there was a flood. It would have flooded out anyway. Does he have a point? Yes or no? Huh? What do you guys think? He has a point, no? I tell you, plant me wheat. Okay, what would you do? You planted barley. All of a sudden, there's a big flood around the whole city. Huge flood, flooding everything. It floods the field. And I say, listen, you're responsible. I'm responsible. Why am I responsible? I told you wheat, and you planted barley. You look at me, you think, what are you, cra- what are you crazy? At the end of the day, even if I planted you wheat, it would have still been a flood. Does this guy have a point, yes or no? Yes. Yeah. You know what the Gemara says? No point. The Gemara says that he has a claim. What's his claim? Says everybody knows that they pray for their for their success. I'm sure whatever field that you're doing in, I'm sure you're praying for your success. If you're learning, you're 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 learning. You're gonna pray. Oh, ho- hopefully my learning will go well. <coughs> if you're in jewelry, hopefully the sales will go well. If you're whatever you're in. Insurance, and I don't know what you're, whatever you're in, you're praying that should go well. If you're a lady, you're praying that Bezat Hashem, the Shidduch should go well, that, that she should have a good Shidduch, or she should, uh, what's it called, have many children, whatever she's praying for. But people are praying for their success. So this man tells the other guy, You're wrong. You messed up. You didn't plant wheat. If you would have planted wheat, nothing would have happened. What do you mean? How do you know that? There was a, there was a, says the Gemara says, because since he would have, since we know that a person prays for his success, and this guy said, I prayed. I prayed for my wheat. I, so because he prayed for his wheat, Hashem would have gave him barakha and his wheat. It could have been. Now you messed me up because you planted barley. You owe me. You heard the chidush? It's so strong that the tefillah is so strong that we're saying nothing would have happened even though there was a flood. Nothing would have happened to his field because he played for wheat. Rabotai, this is a chidush. Wild. Wild. Right now, Rabotai, let me ask you something. You ready? Let me ask you something. Last week's parasha, parashat chukat, you know what it says? Perek kaf aleph. 21st perek in, in Bamidbar. It says over there, the... Amalek wanted a fight, of course. Who? The Jews. And it says over there, the Amalek did a trick. You know what their trick they did? Should I tell you the, the thumb? The thumb, you know the thumb? They did a thumb. What was the thumb? They sketched. Rashi explains, they were talking, which language? Not their language. No, 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 no. They were talking the language of Kena'an. But they were dressed in clothing of Amalek. So now when the Jews see them, what are they? They're praying right now. They don't know what to pray. Should we destroy the Amalek or should we destroy the Canaan? We don't know. But the Amalek knew how do the Jews win war? Where is their power, the success of the Jew? With their mouth. So if they pray to their God, if they pray to Hashem, they will get answered. So therefore, you know what they said? Oh, I have an idea. Let's sketch them up. Let's talk in Kina'an, 
and they're going to pray Hashem and get them Kna'an. They're not specific. Hey, Kna'an, I love a big... And what happens? They're Amalek. They didn't say Amalek. You understand what I'm trying to say? That's what they thought. But the Jews, what they do? It says in the Pasuk, Hashem, please, save us from this nation that's coming to us. And they got saved. They won the war. They specified. Yeah. They specified. Save us from the war. But I'm just bringing out a point to you guys. Even the Goyim that are on the other side of the fence that, that want to fight us and go against us, they understand if a Jew prays to their God, they'll get answered. They'll get answered. Rabotai, let me tell you, Amalachim, Navi, you ever hear King Yeshaya Navi? Yeshaya Navi comes to the King Chizkiah and he tells Chizkiah, I have a message from Borei Olam, from the Almighty, from Hashem Himself. Wow. You have a message from Hashem himself. What is he? I'm listening. <laughs> Who wants to imagine Avi comes to you? Oh, by the way, I'm, uh, I'm Navi. I have a message from God. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you got? What's the message? You know what the message was? He says, pack your bags. Tell your family that's it. You're going to die, he says. What? He says, man, you're going to die in this world and you're not going to live in the next world. What? Come on. Imagine. And he's saying it from the name of God. He's not saying it about himself. The Navi is coming from his own. No, he's coming from Hashem. This is what Hashem wants. Well, don't be upset at me. He says, but why? What's going on? He says, because you didn't fulfill the mitzvah. What mitzvah? You have a mitzvah of Perurvu. You're married. Oh, Hashem. How come you're not having the children? Perurvu. He said, what do you mean? I saw in the future, my children are going to be what? Nashaim, they're going to be Nashaim. So therefore I said, I'm not doing it. You know what the answer to that question is? We can't make Cheshbonot on the Torah of Hashem. God tells you a commandment. Peru or Vu. You can't start making Cheshbonot. Wait, wait, wait. But what if I have Who are you to make a Cheshbonot, a calculation on Hashem's Torah? We are commanded to do something. We must do something. So Rashiyah Navi tells Chizkiyah Melech, you're out. You didn't have it or You had a cheshbon on Hashem's Torah. There's no calculations. You have to do it. That's not your problem. Your problem is to have it or That's your problem. To fulfill the commandment. He says, okay, okay, no problem, no problem. I'm going to do tshuva. I'm going to come to, to pray to Hashem. He says, no, no, this is my, this is my nevoah. He says, okay, it's enough with you. Tells the Navi, it's enough. You, you can go now. You can go now. Because why? What do you mean? And it says, the Pasuk says, that he turns his face around, turns it to the wall, says he turned to the wall, and he prayed. And he was granted another 15 years, one five, 15 years. By the way, you should understand this, because this is worse than, than, than even, let's say a doctor says. A doctor says, you have a hundred doctors telling you what? Oh, you have one minute, to, one minute to live. You have one minute to live. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh, oh. This is greater because this is Hashem himself saying. Hashem is saying to the Navi, not a doctor. So imagine now you think you have a sword. You know what he said? Even if a sword, a sharp sword, he says, even if a sharp sword I have from my fathers, from his fathers, even if a sharp sword is on a person's neck, you don't give hope from prayers. You don't give hope for mercy. Sharp neck, it's on the neck, right there. 
Imagine you have the you have the FBI looking for you, looking for you, looking for you, and you're in your house. All the cops. You have the helicopter guy, and you have all the the bomb squad. They have all the lights on your house. Get out of the get out of the house now! You're under arrest. Huh? What do you do? Oh, what a normal guy does. Oh, about Where am I gonna go? Hide underneath, hide underneath my bed. I'm gonna hide underneath my bed. They're not gonna catch me. They're gonna go in. They're gonna they're gonna they know you're inside. They're gonna strip everything up, take everything apart, and see where you are. No, no, no. That's against the Torah. You know why? Because you have to believe 100% that God could save me no matter what situation I'm in. You want to hear a funny story? I was driving this, this week, this past Sunday. Somebody picked me up. I'm not going to mention his name. Yeah, I have a reason. You'll see at the end of the story why I didn't mention his name. Okay. I'm not going to say anyone. So we're driving. He takes me down the block. Oh, he says, Rabbi, deja vu. I said, like, what are you talking about? Rabbi, I was 18. I said, yeah, very nice. I was also 18. I know. <laughs> so, so he says, he says to me, yeah, but now, now I'm 20. I was like, okay, 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 get to the point. What do you want to say? You know, like, let's go. <laughs> he says, you see this? I was with, and he tells me the boys that he's with in the car. He says, I turned the corner. It was on Avenue K. He turned the corner on Avenue K, made a right turn. He said the second he made a right turn, he said there was cop cars surrounding him, blocked that area, came in front of him, blocked all around him, and really inside his car, they were high as can be. High, <laughs> not in Torah, not in Torah, high in Torah, high in other things, right? You know, you understand what it is. I don't know what it was, but whatever it is, he was, he's telling me, this is what he's telling me. He's telling me, Rabbi, we were high, we were high, okay. So we had also the goods that we were high with in the car. It's, it's illegal. It's illegal in America. It's illegal. He says, all I know is the cops are going to arrest us, take us in, take all the take all the whatever we have and everything like that. They look in. They saw what we had. They saw what we had. We thought that we were goners. We thought we were goners. They opened the flashlight. They said, get out. Our hands were up. They're frisking us. And then the guy opens up the pocket. He sees into the pocket. You know? He left. And he says, guys, go, go, get out of here. What? How can it be? He says, look, I'll be honest with you. The cops tell him, I'll be honest with you. We're really, we were called in for a major, major burglary. They busted into a few houses. And we're trying to find these guys for, for months. And we're not finding these guys. They described the same exact car as you. And then when we see you now, this, that, get out of here. We have no time for this. We have to find these guys already. They went around to find the guys. Because a Jew, a Jew believes that even the last, you think it's the last moment. You think it's the last, last, this, 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 this. God says, you know, if you're a Jewish person, you're not, allowed to, you're not allowed to think like that. You have to think that Hashem could save me even from the last a moment, no matter the odds are one in a million, one in a trillion, there's no way, there's no way, he was in the car, the cops are ready to get, get out, get out, arrest them, he saw the thing, no way out. You're a Jew, just know, you have a father in heaven, and he's looking at you, and he's taking care of you, and he can save you at any second of the time, no matter what. A person's in need of, need of shiduch, shiduch, a person's in need of shidduch, but it's not happening, but this, but that. 
pray hard. You prayed harder, pray harder. You prayed harder, pray even harder. Don't ever give up. A guy wants a healthy baby boy. He wants children. He wants this. There is never giving up hope if you're a Jew. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to. Because you have a Father in Heaven that has everything that you need. All you got to do is open up your mouth and talk and, and, and stop talking. And talk again 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 and talk again. I'll prove it to you. Look at Moshe Rabbeinu. Everybody knows. Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't allowed in Israel. That was his part of him. Wasn't allowed in Israel. Put it. Not allowed in Israel. How many tefillot does he pray? 515 prayers Moshe Rabbeinu is praying. And guess what happens after the 515th prayer? Hashem tells Moshe, stop. What's that? I'm on a roll. What do you mean? You're not understanding. If you pray one more time, I'm going to have to answer you. And if I answer you, it's already, what should I do? I read the decree on you that you have to. So please stop. That means that a certain amount of tefillot, imagine a guy's praying, 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 praying. If he would have prayed one more prayer, he would have got what he got. Imagine, imagine. You never know. You never know. You never know. Hey, you never know, huh? <laughs> All right, so in any case, there's a Gemara I'd like to share with you. And I'd really like an answer if somebody in this in the crowd over here could answer. If anybody listening could give me an answer, that would be greatly appreciated. You could reach out to me. You could email me. Rabbi with R-A-B-B-I, Palachi, P-A-L-A-C-C-I, T-A-T, like Torah anytime, T-A-T at gmail.com. Now, I'm going to tell you the story, and then I'll tell you the question. If you have an answer, email me the answer, please. You ready? Like this. There's a story in Mesechet Ta'anit that I was extremely bothered with. And there's a rabbi, there's a big chacham, it's on the kaf. Kaf on the bottom. Kaf on the top. Nagdimon ben Gurion. You have here of Nagdimon ben Gurion? Let me tell you about him. Let me tell you. There was a drought. No water. Three times a year the Jews go. Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot. They go, where do they go? To Yerushalayim. They get to Yerushalayim. No water. No water. Nagdimon ben Gurion was extremely, extremely wealthy. He says, I got to do something about this. I got to help out Kalal Yisrael. He goes out of his way. He meets a goy, Nanju, and he tells the goy, I know you have 12 fountains, huge fountains of water. I need those fountains. And if they don't get filled up from the rain, they don't get filled up, I guarantee you this day and this day, 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 this day, I will give you 12 kekalot kesev, a huge amount of money. I guarantee you, if by this day it doesn't rain to fill up all your, all your fountains, I give you all this money. He says, deal? Are you kidding me? How can I turn that up? So he makes the deal. And guess what? The day of the deal comes, and the 12 fountains weren't filled up with water. So the non-Jew goes up to Nagdimon Ben-Gurion with a big fat smile. Buddy, 
It's payday. Like the moment Ben says, well, excuse me, you're coming to me in the morning. I have till the night. The day is the day until the night. He says, are you kidding me? It's already the morning. It didn't rain till night. Expect the rain all this time. It didn't rain. You raise the rain. You hold me. You hold me. Listen, a deal is a deal. I have till the night. Gemara says he came to him in the afternoon. Afternoon, you owe me. He looks at me. Aye, come on. Like the mom says, I have, I have a few more hours. Okay. He came to him by Minhatar. Imagine by Ne'ilah. Like imagine Ne'ilah Mincha. Very, very little bit of time left. Very little time. And it's, uh, there's no sign of rain. And he comes to Nagdimon Ben-Gurion, he tells him, Nagdimon, pay up, pay up. It's what do you have, what do you have? It's Ben-Gurion, pay up. He says, until it's night, the deal is not off. It's not night. I still have some time. So the Goy, the Gemara says, the Goy went ahead with a big fat smile. Of course, he went to take a, getting ready, he went to take a nice shower, to, to get ready for his money, you know what I'm saying? Like the moment going, it says, at that moment he went into Beit HaMikdash to pray. It says, Ahmad B'tfilah. He prayed, and guess what? It started pouring down rain. Pouring down rain. Good? Everybody has the story clear so far? I'll tell you even the more, bigger miracle. When he came out, the guy says, I know Hashem definitely made it rain because of you. But at the end of the day, it's past the night. It rained after the night. He went back to the bed to prayed again. Hashem, please. Hashem made a miracle that the sun stood. It didn't set. It was cloudy. And, and Hashem made a miracle that the, the clouds, you didn't see, the clouds moved away and the sun was still there. It says one of the three people that the sun stood for was Nagdimon ben Gurion. Moshe and Aharon. But Nakdimon Gurion was one of them. And Moshe. I said Moshe. Yoshua, Mechila. I said what I say. Aaron, Mechila. I take that back. Mechila, I take that back. Not Aaron, Moshe, Yoshua, and Nakdimon Ben Gurion. But I don't want to get confused with the story because I want to get to my question. Is everybody ready for the question? I don't understand. Why did Nakdimon Ben Gurion wait till the end? Till the very, very end. What does the Gemara say? He waited till the end, end, end of the day, and he says, wait, one second, I'm still not over. He went to bed to McDonald's and he started praying. And what happened before that? He didn't pray before. I don't understand. Why is he waiting till the very, very end? He didn't pray by Shachari. He didn't pray earlier. Anybody have an answer for me? Anybody have an answer for me? You have? What do you got? Okay, I'm going to elaborate. Scammers both, I'm going to elaborate now. Okay. Of course, Nakdimon Ben Gurion prayed. Of course, the second Shacharit came, he prayed. Of course, in the afternoon, Hashem, please, please, he's praying the whole entire time. So, why does the Gemara pick the last time to speak about? You know why? Because when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. When you have a very limited amount of time, what happens? From the bottom of your heart, you pour out all your emotions. So the Gemara is saying, you know what, Tefillah, hit it big. 
Ahmad Bitfila, the last one, right before he had no more time to think, he poured out his brains like Hashem. Hashem says, Go outside, it's gonna pour. Yeah. Yeah. A person's gotta pray. It says in the Gibbard Rachot, he needs chizuk constantly about praying with his full power. We can get whatever we want from Hashem. Rabbeinu Bachaya, Rabbeinu Bachaya, you know what he writes in the, in the parashah, in the Sefer Devarim, in Ekev? You know what he writes when it says, uh, which is the service of the heart, which is, who knows? Huh? Tefillah. The service of the heart is Tefillah. He says the service of Tefillah is so powerful that you could change nature. What you tefillah? Change nature. You heard me? How many times we have a person, they can't have children, they can't have children, they can't have children. Impossible. Doctor says, what did doctor say? It, the chances of growing hair on my palm is bigger than the chances of you getting pregnant. How many times do they say that? How many times do they say that? But of course, the doctor is wrong because you know why? We have a Kadosh Baruch Hu, and a lady goes and she prays her brains out, she prays her heart out, before you know it, she's having triplets. <laughs> Comes back to the doctor. Hey, doctor, what's doing? You remember me? There was a rabbi in our community. He told me this personally. There's a rabbi in our community that he couldn't have children. The doctor said, go home. His wife started crying daylights. Crying to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the floors were puddles, he's telling me. You couldn't imagine the tears that she had. They went in the car after the doctor's appointment. The rabbi said to his wife, don't listen to the doctor. He's not in control. God's in control. And if we pray hard enough, it'll be. Guess what? Every, he had three children. Every child that he had, he went back to the doctor with the child. Hey, doc, this is my child. He went a second time. Hey, doc, this is my child. Third time, my child. Three kids, he had to go back to the doctor. Yeah. Because we, the Jewish people, are above nature. Why? We have a God. Our God is in control of nature, and he can change it as he pleases because of his child. He has everything. Imagine you had a daddy. How, how do you get, how do you get, let's say you want to, uh, when growing up, how do you want that Jeep? I remember I always wanted that. You know those Jeep, you know what I'm talking about? The power wheels. There you go, the power wheels. I was with my kids. You know, you always wanted that. And I say, no, we're not getting it, no. How do you get it? You start crying, daddy, please. I take it, you know. You got it. I'm just bringing out a point. Hashem is your father. He wants to hear your voice. He wants a connection with you. He wants you to talk to him. Just pour out your heart and speak out your feelings. A guy tells me, I'm going to the psychiatrist. This is bothering me. That's bothering me. Say you have the best psychiatrist. Who listens to everything? Talk to him. Everything will be healed. Trust me. Save your money. Don't go. Save. Pray and that's it. Pray your lights out. I'm not saying not do hishtadlut. Sometimes you have to do hishtadlut and things like that. That's not my point. That's not my point of the, of the shoot tonight. My point of the shoot tonight is to show you that pray, the power of prayer is so strong that even the goyim understood it. Even Baram, even the Midianim, they understood these guys, where the power from? They open up their mouth 
What do they do? They can win wars. They can do everything. With their mouth. You hear what we're saying here tonight, boys? You hear? Of course, we're not going to that one. But, um, you hear Mike? You got to hear this lesson. You got to penetrate. It's got to penetrate. And that's why by Chizkiyah Melech, what does it say? It says that it penetrated. He, he turned to the wall and he prayed. Why does it say he turned to the wall and he prayed? Just say he prayed. You know why he says turn to the wall? The Gemara says because his walls, doesn't mean the wall wall. It means the walls of his heart opened up from prayer so strong that his heart walls opened up and he prayed. Everybody wants something. Everybody needs something from Hashem. Everybody. There's no question. Everybody needs something. They want this. They want that. They want that. They want that. Talk to him. Talk to him. A guy's going to tell me, but Rabbi, I prayed already. I can't talk to him. Don't talk to him anyway. Talk to him. Go out. As you're walking, talk to him. I used to say all the time, a guy walks into wherever he's walking into in his business tomorrow morning. Pray by the mezuzah as you walk in, Hashem. Please help me have a successful day. You know how powerful that is? You know how powerful that is? And when you leave the, the when you leave your office, thank you, Hashem. No matter what, you did, you made a dollar, you, you lost ten dollars. I don't care. Do it. Keep on doing it. Train yourself every single day. And a guy's going to Kolel. He's going to the Beit Midrash. You want to understand the Gemara? Well, you think you understand? Hashem gives you the brain to understand. Say so you walk into the Beit Midrash. Hashem, please give me the wisdom to understand your Torah more and more. We say it every day anyway. It's a Yid HaTzot Aruch says in the beginning of the Gemara, you say it. But this is from, you're saying it before you walk in. You pray to Hashem, whatever you want. A lady, she's walking out of the house. Pray that everything should be safe for the children, everybody. Pray by the Mezuzah, Hashem, please, let everything, let my day go well, let my day be successful. Let me find parking. I don't know. You get my point, boys. You get my point. You get my point. Talk to him. Talk to him. Let Hashem in your life. Open up your heart. Bring him in. Embrace him. Hashem, I'm not letting you go, Hashem. I want to talk to you, and I'm not going to stop talking to you. Look at him. Everywhere he goes, he's talking to Hashem. His son is going to kill him. His son is going to kill him. What does he say? He's singing Hashem, Samach, I'm happy, Ishtabah, Boreh. Why are you happy? Your own son is going to kill you. How could you be happy? I saw Abiyon Ta'ibashitz. He says a pshat. He says, because it's so, it doesn't make sense. Which son in the right mind will ever kill his father? It's impossible. So he says, but that is from Shemaim. It has to be from Shemaim. <laughs> and there's no other way. Sometimes it's so crazy. You say to yourself, this is impossible to me. It's for Shemaim. Shemaim. So thank you, Hashem, that you open up my eyes that I can see it's so great from Shemaim, it's from you. <laughs> Talk to Bore Olam. He's whole Teilim, everywhere he's walking, he's talking to Hashem, Teilim, this, that, 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 that. How do you think the Habit's time? What do you think the Habit's time? He would walk from one to the next room, he would pray to Hashem, let me go, let me go safely to the next room, let me this, let me that. He was on his mind the whole time. Hazonish says, Hazonish says, I remember Yol Goodman, he told me this. He said, oh, he brings down. He says, before you walk into a shoe store, you pray to Hashem. Hashem, please, let me find the right shoe. You walk in, walk out, you didn't have a shoe, you have a shoe, thank you, Hashem, no matter what. You walk into a store, Hashem, let me be successful with this, let me do this, let me do that. You walk out, you, you weren't, thank you, Hashem. Build a relationship with God. 
a lady. She's looking for shidduch. She's looking for shidduch. She's looking for shidduch. She's calling this shatchan, this shatchan. Very good. Do your hishtadlut. I'm not saying don't use hishtadlut. Do what you have to do. But don't forget about God. Every time you're going to... You know what Ravda, Rashtom Ravda Zatzah? You ever hear of Rashtom Ravda? He gave, he gave an etzah. He gave a, 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 a thing. He says, the second a person gets a shidduch call, for that shidduch, say perik tehillim. Shidla ma'alot, esana, yilari, ma'an yibo ezri. I didn't even go out with the girl. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You know, say you never know. You never know. You never know, Rabotai. Take Hashem in your life, put him in your life, and continue talking to him. And don't ever stop. 